I don't find it hard to retain it because I, I know what I like, you know, because, I mean, that's the basis of the fall as well, you know, we do what we like. I'm Gavin. We're uh, listening to the Slates EP today. We are the fall. We are the best. This was uh, released in April 24th of 1981 on Rough Trade Records. So this is an EP. And I'm kind of wondering nowadays if is the fall an EP band? Is you know do you know what I'm saying? Are they are they more meant for the EP format? We know they like to jam as many songs as possible onto their albums, but is the EP format actually the ideal format for the fall and what they do? Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense with with Mark's kind of mentality of record it and forget it, sort of we'll get it on tape yeah. that's as that's as good as it's it's ever gonna be that that's perfect the way we did it and let's keep move, plugging along moving forward yeah it doesn't need to be because they don't do con- conceptual albums that are like front to back you know sure there's no linear thing there, it's really it doesn't really matter if you got five songs or 12 songs but if you can string together five songs that are somewhat have a nice flow to them i think that's much more fitting and i think that's much more the fall style we we can both agree they're they're very much a live band <laughs> first and foremost but maybe the ep i i've been thinking maybe the ep is the best format for them as far as listening to them um because you're able to just get that that perfect amount you know you're obviously going to get the one long song you're going the one long epic song you're going to get the one song that's weird like we were talking in the patreon episode fast punk rock song but and also we, we were just doing and those that have not listened to the patreon only episode of us hanging out and listening to the peel sessions three four and five together you guys are really missing out because we really got to have some fun and listening to the peel sessions is four songs, right? I mean, all of those sessions are four songs and that seems like the perfect pre- presentation piece for the fall at, especially at this point. And actually, I don't even know how many uh, EPs did the fall make. I think, I know there's a lot of singles. I mean, we've, yeah, a lot of singles out there. But EPs, yeah, because this was on a, a ten-inch mini LP, so it's not. Yeah, this was a ten-inch record <laughs> on 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 Rough Trade, right? I like that Rough Trade's just like, yeah, you guys can do a ten-inch record. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that's not that's not ideal, but it's an EP. Maybe it is ideal. Maybe you get a little extra. Um. You're making a little extra cash on the EP sales. Less songs, though. Yeah, in customized size. It's got to, you know, I don't know what it was like making records back in the 80s, but like probably more complicated, right? Yeah, 10 inch. Yeah. The sound quality is automatically not as good at 10 inch record than a 12 inch record. Um, Live albums partially live albums 
It's, and it's not like these things take a lot of production, right? Like, so you, you can pump these things out constantly. Even if you put them, even if they were like double-sided LPs where one side was an EP and the back side was an EP. And like, you don't have to relate the two. It's not a full album. It's two yeah, separate, that would be separate, great. <laughs> separate kind of things, right? Like, yes. No, that would actually be great for the fall too. Double A side. I mean, they kind of like their double A side where the, you, you don't really know what the A side and the B side are. That's the best way to be, uh, to have the fall. Because you don't really, you know, we, we like to rate, rank things and rate things for fun. But really, you throw them in any order and they're just going to be, it's the fall. So it's great. It's going to be, you can listen to side B first and then side A and have a different experience. But it's going to be the same quality, you know, either way you do it. It's the flexibility. We could listen to all these albums backwards, and would it make that much of a difference? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't pay attention to what side you pulled out of the record and just put it on, you yeah, would, you would really no. notice the difference. No. We'd probably say the exact same thing. You'd be like, "Oh, that's a great, that's a great lead-off track," but it's really the last track. You know, it doesn't they, really matter. They do not. Put so you guys another, can stop listening to this. Oh yeah, right. they do not put out another EP until 1990, August of 1990. Okay, the, dr the Dredger. Okay, a 12-inch. So very rare. Um. So, if they start with the EP, right? The Bingo Masters Breakout. They start with the EP. They give you. Then we get this EP. Uh, three, four years later five years later, uh, four years later. And then you got to wait, <laughs> what, 10 years? Nine, nine years. Nine yeah. years, and you get another EP. And then after that, the EP is like a fading thing after that point. <clears throat> 90, um, 93. 93. And I see also see one in 2013 cool. called the Remainder 10-inch um, Oh, and the upcoming uh, as another uh, Patreon supporter special, uh, a two or a seven inch, uh, a protein Christmas. We wish you were a protein Christmas 2003. Oh, so that will go out to our number one Patreon subscriber. If you subscribe and you can subscribe for free and get all the bonus episodes um, currently. So just do it and you can hear all of our extra episodes. Um, by joining our Patreon. And if you want to throw us um, a five a five spot, what are they, a quid? You throw us a quid um, for a pint a month, then we'll give you um, some extra bonus stuff. And uh, you know, we might have some, some merch that come your way that you might like if you're fall head as well. But so the EP, it's not, it's, you're, you're going to get a little, you know, it's a nice present. That you're going to get every once in a while from the fall and maybe we should just yeah just start playing i mean i think they do that kind of with their live albums right like yeah yeah true they're kind totally. of like a set of ep with <clears throat> different live albums they put to put yeah on. totally like, okay here's what we're liking right now yeah listen yeah that's right and i think that's what they probably just had these tracks and we're like these are good because I don't think we hear we hear middle mass on peel sessions, right? But these other ones in the early peel sessions, we don't hear these yet. So these were all of the moment. And you can tell that some of them are of the moment. And then some of them, I think there's actually the start and the end of this EP um, are some of the most strongest, but maybe underrated songs. So let's just jump right into it. Let's get Middle Mass going. It's, it says that Mark said he really liked this EP, but he claimed it was aimed at people who who didn't buy records. What do you think he meant by that? Because <laughs> it's not a record. It's a 10-inch EP. 
Yeah, is he is he targeting the yeah the who's he targeting? music guy out there? The guy who's like, I'm not going to spend full price, but I'll buy this. Oh, only, it's only a couple bucks, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I can see that for sure. Yeah, the guy the guy that only buys singles, right? Or the 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 person, right? <laughs> that only buys singles, but it said, oh, it's not a it's not an album though. I, maybe I can get this. Maybe I can pony up a little extra, couple quid, and get this EP, and maybe get into the fall a little bit. All my friends are talking about the fall. Might I get that. The best. I heard they are the best. The lead singer said they're the best, so I want to see if I, if it, if it all you know adds up. Like we were saying earlier in the in the Patreon episode of the Peel Sessions. If you're gonna get into the fall, you have to you have to have a certain amount, right? To get you acclimated so that you're 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 ready for when it goes really, really far, the boundaries start expanding in front of you. So a single's not gonna do it. You need to have a couple more so that you really are, you know, you're going into to the water level that's going up to your chin. You know, you're getting start to get acclimated to the temperature. Yeah, I like I like the whispering they got kind of going on here. Yeah. The boys like a tape loop is a great line. I got no idea what he's talking about, and I don't really care. <laughs> the hard drug insider mates. Yeah. The hard drug insider mates. <laughs> Yeah, later, mate. I'll see you later, mate. So, a middle mass with Mark. You know? Yeah, I also like the line of a very black back room brain. Oh, that's good, too. He always preferred the back room at the pub, too. And and I forgot which book, he, which fall <laughs> book it was, but... They're talking about how he walked into the pub or maybe his main pub and they go right to the back room and he take the chairs from around this table and turn them so they the backs were facing towards the, the entranceway and he would sit there and then whoever he came with would sit next to him and they would just stare at the wall, but they would be totally disconnected from the whole pub, you know, because their backs are to everything yeah. else. And I thought that was just an interesting picture to picture Mark just with whoever guest or whatever, or his partner at the time to just be staring at the wall and totally like, no one better come over here and fuck with me because I'm just trying to do my other job, which is to have some drinks and like, you know, do, write some things down. Yeah. I was going to say, you, different you, wonder, world. you yeah. wonder if that's what was going on. Was that his creative moment, right? Like I need to quiet the noise. And yeah. He doesn't want to get interrupted by the fan, the fan, boys right yeah i mean how do you think that was happening a lot to him at this point i think because i mean i'm just assuming that because manchester even though it's a city it seems like everyone kind of knew of each other and there were so many it was so family oriented too right you have so many cousins like mark's like yeah i just got like i just go into the bank and it's my cousin or the bakery and then that's my other like distant relative like everyone kind of knows each other so I kind of feel like once that he cut, I mean, once you're on the John Peel show, I got to think that you have some sort of recognition. But also he was saying that he would be talking to guys at the pub, like even later in the career. And they'd be like, oh, you went to Las Vegas, Mark? I said, Mark, why'd you go to Las Vegas? Was it with that band thing? And they had no idea, you know, that the, yeah, the fall well, was anything. It was like in the was. 1990s. <laughs> He's like, oh, did you go for fun? Or did you do it with your bands? Like for as a band thing. And he was like, oh, yeah, we were on tour. So we were there playing shows. And they're like, oh, that must have been so fun. I want to go to Las Vegas so bad. <laughs> you know, they have no recognition of like the fall being a sure. international band. We're internationally known, yeah. Yeah. You ready an to older, take an older lover now? Yeah, this one is so this one is so low key. You don't usually get this remark where you get him chilling. Gonna take an older lover. Gonna take an older lover. Gonna take an older lover. 
inside of her It's a mean song, but it's also a very cool, interesting song. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's oddly catchy in a in a bizarre way. But yeah, yeah like, I've just is. been like humming along to it all day. Like, oh, take a younger love, uh, not yeah. older. It's got a circle repetitiveness, right? It's not repetitive, just going straight back and forth. But it's got like this circle that's like leading you somewhere, but it goes back up to the top that bass going around do you, do you think k carol was a big fan of this one i don't think k, i don't think k was intimidated at all because she she was, she was managing a tough group of uh but she she dudes apparently she, well not apparently she's 11 years older than mark so she took it as a as a slash to her did she she did yeah. take it as a slight I mean, Mark is known to to pull that move, you know. Oh yeah, especially the power you, move. Especially yeah. if he needs to, yeah, take you down a notch. He's not yeah. afraid to. <laughs> There's a good story about um, one of the Hanley brothers. They were like Mark. What came into the studio and he had a chocolate bar and he gave it to them. I forgot which one it was. I wish I would remembered. But he gave him a chocolate bar. He's like, here, he's like, here, mate. He's like, here, have this chocolate bar, this candy bar. And he goes into the room and they start, they start like recording his um, vocal overdubs or maybe like the actual track. <laughs> and they're recording that. And he starts doing these lyrics that are like the pretty, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, why don't you stuff your face with that candy bar some more? <laughs> like, 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 you know, just, just calling him out right after he gave it to him. And I'm like, that is the fucking worst. That is the fucking most asshole thing to do. And then he, and then, but I mean, I think, I think they took it really well. I mean, they're all fucking funny dudes. They have to have a sense of humor to work with Mark in, in general. Right. But I think he took it as fight, but he was kind of like, what the fuck? You just gave this to me. Yeah. <laughs> you just gave this to me. And now you're recording a song with this. Oh my God. Did you want did you want to watch me eat it while you're saying yeah. this to me? Yeah. It was just like the motivator for you. You know, this is how you get uh psyched up. All right. What what about um whole art threat? I mean the I, pro I art I, threat. I said I like this short and fast, but Pink Press Rats. So it's, a, it's is, an aggressive one. Yeah, this one is very. I'm going to say very artistic. Yeah, the drums are intense. Yeah, I like the drums. I like the drums because at least they change and go to the floor tom. You know, like the more of a driving low rhythm after all of that snare drumming, and it's so compressed. It's going right into your, you know, the really middle area of your eardrum. But so a prole is a member of the working class worker. So if you're a prole art threat, is that the combination? Or is that the working class worker is the is the art threat, artistic threat? It's probably all of them. Yeah, I mean, Mark wants to take them all down. Yeah. If you're too artsy. That's too much for Mark. If you're too working class, that's too much for Mark. But also, at least you can find something in that that's, you know, there's a soul to that. Yeah, you're at least honest, right? You're yeah. doing an honest day's work versus. Yeah. Your intentions are straightforward, right? You get too artistic. Um, Okay, so that was Pearl Art Threat. And I believe this is the point where... We're going to flip this record over. 
this EP, this 10 inch, which any of you, any of you out there that have a 10 inch record, you know, you get this cute little, um, little adolescent uh, album sleeve, not a full, but a nice one. You know, it's a, definitely a different text. I haven't done this yet, so that's interesting on the side. Yes. And, I like the text as well. Yeah, I mean, the the photo, you know, leaves a little bit to be desired. So what is going on in this photo? It's a sideways photo. Sideways photo. And we get the band, obviously, but I'm trying to figure out, is there, um, I see one of the guitars then i see maybe the bass maybe steve hanley right there in the middle the hanley and brothers then, and, uh, um, and then mark in the top bottom, oh, bottom right corner bottom right corner is mark um in the in the light in the warm light um and we don't really i can't really make out any drums but so it's got to be over there behind yeah, you see that little fall thing. The in guitarist. The, oh, yes, I do see the fall thing, which is actually the right side up. That's okay. I give him that. That's kind of that's kind of fun. And then we get, as usual, or I should say, generally the move of the fall up to this point is to list out the track names on the front, which I I understand it, but I like. I like it to be, I like to have a clean, you know, album cover that really is not a lot of text. It's just a statement and then put all of my information on the back or on the inside. And actually I prefer it on the inside so I can have a little, you know. And I mean, you can see something to explore. You can see right on the front, maybe maybe going back to what we were saying about the, the cheapskate record buyer it costs two pounds only right there. What, where does it say that? It says it on yours? If you go on the fall.org one, oh, it costs okay. $5 only. It, uh, this one says it costs two pounds only, you and skinny it, rats. And then and the American version, you go $5, down, dollars $5 only, $5 you only. skinny rat. I mean, come on, two pounds, $5? I'm definitely getting that. Yeah. I like that they just covered up the two pounds only and then just wrote $5 only in like a different... Uh, yeah, yellow piece of paper. <laughs> a different, yeah, di and also a different marker. Oh, yeah, sure. Not even as dark. Yeah, or blocky or whatever. Yeah. In general, I like I liked this cover a lot. Someone on Reddit has Marky Smith's cover art concept sketch for the Slate's EP. And guess what it's written on? Napkins. Oh, uh, you're close. Uh, uh, coaster. Coaster. Beer, beer coaster. So he's got this coaster, and it basically <laughs> it has the only thing that is pretty cl close here is um, the text <laughs> and the text order, and it's not even on the right side. They flipped it, and then it just says a photo, a nine by seven photo, and then skinny rats, and then the the cost. And he also had some other words that it's probably good he didn't put those. He has milk, milk times two. Um, cigarettes, the British word for cigarettes, and dog roll. So he's got his shopping list. He has his grocery list on the album art sketch on a beer coaster. Yeah, I mean this looks right. <laughs> I almost wish they. I almost wish wish they just blew up this this uh writing that's on this coaster as the <laughs> album art and we'll post this too but wouldn't that be good oh just yeah. the just the, and then the the back of the album cover is the front of the coaster that would be cool and the but the front of the coaster is joseph holt limited brewers of traditional mild and bitter so some sort of brewery uh beer brand of the UK is the front of the coaster. Also, how does this dude have this? I, that's 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 a nice little piece of memento. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty intense, right? Yeah. 
I'm wondering if the artist was just like, yeah, Mark gave me this. Uh, do you want it? <laughs> Mark gave me this and I made the album cover and now I'm done. And this seems like it still has his grocery list. Uh, can you get it back to him? Simple can man. Buy, can he buy the things that he needs and bring them over? Yeah, yeah. He gives it to the artist and says, also, when you're done making our album cover for the EP, can you just grab a pack of cigarettes um, uh, two uh, jugs of milk and whatever a dog roll is. Does that say dog roll or does it say bog roll? Or does it say... It looks like dog roll to me. It does look like dog roll. So it, maybe he's a dog I don't roller. see a bee. I don't see one of his written bees anywhere else. I don't either. It looks like dog roll. He needs a dog roll. Okay. <laughs> All right. So side A done album art i say quality the end the back side has just trash trash just lists out the songs see if you're listening oh no front. there's some good ones middle mass you are what you call it but it's better than becoming the new swiss a holy characterization okay an old lover real bert finn stuff <laughs> Prolo art threat starring Gent and Man in a Sada mix-up spy thriller. See, he was always thinking in that way, like a you know, the catchphrase, the 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 trailer, the theme of the thing. But then yeah. it's so abstract, it never comes across. <laughs> well, and the and it's also so one-off. Like it's not yeah. like that. All of them are a, a, an idea. Yeah. And it's building on itself. It's like, nope, this is my idea, and it's now complete. Thank you very much. It's been yeah. five minutes. I hope he also, you got it. Yeah, he had so many words just just sprawled throughout notebooks and things that he was just pulling stuff and like, yep, that's good for that. And then you just throw it down, right? And that's good for that. And now it's done. Yeah, it's he was the same with the music, same with the art. But I like that he had the input on the art. Like I was before I before I got into listening to the albums proper by the fall i didn't have any idea that because all the artwork looks so after the first three things <laughs> four things like the album artwork looks so different and then as it goes forward it goes even you know more drastic from album to album that i had no idea that he was initially at least initially that involved asking his sister to do things that's cool. It gives the credit, uh, you know, the album art cover artwork. The credit is for Marky Smith, even though it seems like his notes are very, very rough. General. Was there much art to art art creation to it? I mean, if he gives the notes to someone, I mean, that might be the same the way the same way he works with the band where. The band is like, hey, Mark, we got this good riff. Like, this is a good song. And then he's like, oh, yeah, make it more, you know, just give some like a general like note. Make it more. Um, <clears throat> no, not like that. Play. There's, there's something he said one time was like, play the guitar like a snake. Yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> like, was like, play the guitar like a snake. Oh, yeah, that's the way it should be. And they got, the guitar player is like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm going to play yeah. this exact same way. Played it the exact same way. Mark's like, that's it. That's the way to do it. That's the one. Now yeah, you're he, getting it. Now you're getting it into your, your thick skull. <laughs> he did not have a yeah, uh, much of a musical like no, not, the language. No, it was the, not yeah, the there. language was down. He knew what he wanted no. to hear, but he did not at all understand how to create it himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he could record the tape, the TV and play the tape loops, but no, that wasn't it. Um, so with that, let's get into the, the side B and the last three songs. And we start off with Fit and Working Again. Okay. I'm fit and working again. Walk down the road in the sun. I make a pattern of body strong game. Again. I think they've seen the tail 
Great piano uh, solo to start this one off. The uh, back of the EP suggests for fit and working, religion costs much, but ear religion costs much more. (laughs) Do you agree? (laughs) You agree with that? Yeah, ear ear religion. Irregardless, religion's going to happen. Ear religion is a word surprisingly uh indifference or hostility to religion or lack Opposite of religious of belief. religion i like what i like when his voice gets more and more affected with the reverb and then he's like he's like going in outer space and then they bring it back and then it's like pure dry if you got the most it's so that's so cool that's using the studio trickery in a pure almost like an amateur way because <laughs> it said oh look at this now now look at look at his voice sounds really fucked up it's going outer space oh and then we bring it back down that's good but only for part of it like they never want to go too far with the effects i always feel like they're kind of always thinking we got to play this live actually i don't think they're even thinking about that they're just like let's record this well as performance and if we want to add any little t- like touches, it's that's what we'll do. He's putting on this affectation like he like a high voice. He's ready. Well, his his lungs are encrusted in blood. Is this like a middle class working story where someone was ill or someone was maybe taking the time off for whatever reason, and they finally made it back feeling good, feeling good I, in the routine. They didn't have to take their alka seltzer anymore. They could throw it away. <laughs> they ate eight sheets of blotting paper instead. Gotta soak, <laughs> that, gotta soak that blood up. That's a nice one. That's a nice that's a nice after the <laughs> prolar <laughs> threat. That's cool. Yeah. The piano um, is nice. I like the piano. You never <laughs> get the regular <laughs> piano. No, it's sharp. It, it is sharp. And then we go into the pseudo, well, the somewhat title trap track Slates, Slags, etc. Written by all the members of the band. This is a big old fall inclusive joint. So let's listen to this one. Here's the definitive rant. Slates drive me back, therefore I fade. Hey, Slates, give us a break. What's a slag in uh, British slang? I think that's. I think it's like a slut. Oh, yep, you're right. It is. It's a woman who has a lot of sexual partners. That's why. Uh, that's why he talks about male slags. Oh, male one, slags. Uh, he got. Yeah. I don't know if it's this one or one. Of yeah, the it is this one too. Yeah. He starts with the male slags. Oh, it's male slags throughout, and then he says male slates. With creaky pants and scrubbed hands. <laughs> so you learn something every day you listen to the fall. So to slate is to cuss or to insult. Or to, in the UK, it's to attack by criticizing. To write or say that something is very bad. Her last book was slated by the critics. Okay. Yeah, to, okay. Tra- to, to thrash or pummel severely. I'm going to slate you good. I'm going to slate those slags. Now, this is a typical fall song where Mark is just unloading uh, his notebook. And this is very garage rock. Yeah, I was going to say heavier, heavier on the on the, the garage, the... Yeah. The bass. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And then it goes to an off note as the chorus. <laughs> it's not a, it's an anti-chorus. It kind of jumps up and goes, and it gives you a little a peak. 
and then back down into the two note verses. I really wish they would throw in one more note, but then it wouldn't be a fall song. If they threw in one one more note, it would be an actual garage rock song instead of a fall garage rock song. It's your classic six minute fall song. You know, you know what you're getting. Dog bites the dicks that feed it. (laughs) I mean, that could be good on the tombstone too, on the headstone. I like that. Break your balls and suck your thoughts. (laughs) How about the line? With stuck-up hair and new shitty pants, new beatniks with hoop shirts, big priest, give us a break. He's bringing that priest back in for a little, a little spanking. <laughs> Sounds like the two thousands. You got your little pushed-up hair, fancy yeah. pants. Yeah, I like the I valley mean, of weights. I like the the visual of the valley of weights. Growing up in Chicago, I mean, it was that that same sort of break your balls and tear each other down sort of mentality that seems like is is super yeah, common that's... in in England as well. Where like that's how you relate to your whether it's your best friend yeah. or your worst enemy, you're gonna you're gonna I... <laughs> bust their balls at some point. I think you're right, though, man. This is like, uh, I don't know what it is. I've never been to Manchester, but I feel like Manchester, just from what I know, and also the music and then Chicago music, it's very working class. (laughs) And also, once you become, not a lot of Chicago bands become famous in the, in like the most famous of terms, like, let's just think about like in rock and roll sense or uh, Wilco, right? Wilco is a famous band, right? They're famous, but even by the standards of like infamy, you know, they're very just kind of like a a niche band, niche band that's well loved, but you're always going to get your balls busted if you are actually going for the pure fame and you don't get it or you do get it, you're going to get your balls busted even harder. And I think Manchester was probably very similar in that regard i think you're right <laughs> also doesn't it seem very industrial oh like yeah, chicago sure. is so industrial manchester is so industrial it's near the coast especially, right he was driving to the docks especially in the, the in the music scene too right like i mean yeah. in, in chicago it's it's an industrial setting it sounds like yeah most of true. these clubs were tucked away in uh industrial you know buildings and yeah and bars and stuff like that like it did seem like there was a community or there was an audience and community for whatever type of music in manchester existed and that's what i always like about chicago if there's electronic music going on there's a community for that <laughs> and there's a community that's like a strong community for that if there's just straight up art rock or experimental music there's a big community for that jazz anything i feel like manchester was probably like that too even though mark took a lot of it as a slight to be not accepted by the mainstream i think he did pretty well for himself considering how fucking far out there his band was to have a big audience and i think you can get that in chicago you find that community yeah, oh yeah. Or, for to sure. hear, I mean, or just if you're a listener to listen to that, right? So yeah, to be able to experience it in 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 its natural sense, like you yeah. truly can if if you're if you seek it out, right? It's if you're looking always, for it, yeah. Yeah. It's not always easy, but it is certainly uh there for the taking if if you, you put a little bit of effort in. Also, Mark was like not trying to be friends with anyone in the scene, which is a bit extreme. You know, it's a bit extreme tactic because he didn't want to be associated with anything besides his himself, which is which is cool. You want to be the singular thing. But but I mean it's 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 isolating and it, it's also yeah. just kind of it was self-isolating. Self-isolating for sure. But it, it, I don't know. It doesn't like expand your art if you're not willing to Yeah, true. I mean to, don't to, yeah. Well, you don't even have to collaborate to make it worth your while, but at least to, to be a part of it and 
walking around thinking you're better than everybody else doesn't usually end up for a <laughs> fantastic, <laughs> fantastic guy you really want to be buds with, you know? Like, yeah, but 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 it only works when you're right. <laughs> I was gonna say when when you can create, which he he does, right? Yeah. I mean, which is the I mean, always the weight he bared, right? Like the the mm-hmm. critics and the lovers, it's that was who he was, I guess, right? The only th- the only thing I could think of that he would be concerned about as far as being associated by he had all these real weird rules, right? And hangups about different things, different behaviors. But the only thing I could think of that would make him make that a rule for himself and his band is he was very protective of his band. So when any of the band members and he found out about it, would go and practice with another band or like their side band, what happened to him? Fucking kicked out, right? Like yeah. he he didn't want them to be influenced by anything other than what the this um, nucleus of whatever the makeup of the band was at the time, what they decided was the best for the band. The, and Mark we had the strongest voice with, you know, Kay or whoever was managing. But so like if you're getting into the community and you're getting interacting with the other people and be like, oh, you guys are doing a cool thing too. I like that. Then you automatically are influenced and being like, you know, Mark didn't want to see like, oh, you guys are going to start sounding like the fucking Smiths, you know, <laughs> like, like out because you were just like at the pub and you saw the Smiths play. You guys are going to start playing like really twangy, melodic riffs. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't want you to even see that. I don't even want you to witness it, um, let alone talk to them and act all buddy buddy. So I think that's really interesting. I don't know. It's a it's an interesting choice, but obviously it did have an output effect where they didn't really go with any trend <laughs> for the whole thing. The whole no, time. and and yeah, it, it's basically yeah. You, he pull you have so many members so you're obviously getting influence no matter what because yeah. you can't you can't keep your bubble but yes you do create like an i isolate the musicians right like oh no you're <laughs> you're mine you're my toy now to play with and you're gonna stay here and do what i want and yeah. like i know some of them have even said like it, it's like the stockholm syndrome where you you just start to relate to your captor you're like yeah. oh yeah mark yeah. is the mark is the best he's the smartest he's so creative he's he's, he's creating magic and i want yeah. to be a part of it and and so many people around him were just like saying those things and then half the band was like oh i've seen him and he's fucking full of shit but you know he still has this or this pull which yeah. is something that no one else can do <laughs> you know like we replace him with anyone else or we get a new band you know there's not going to be anyone nearly as uh i don't know it just has yeah magnetism. it's just like yeah. the, like the the cult leader right like oh yeah mm-hmm. I, i'm mm-hmm. sure what you're saying makes sense I yes agree. it makes sense to me right now there's other especially because you said i did a good job i did a good job other people like you and think you're cool i i guess i should too yeah and mark did play that little cult leader role a lot of the times when he would bring in someone new or like someone was thinking about leaving that he appreciated he would say okay let's go let's go out and get you a new uh, guitar let's get you a new bass you know let's go shopping let me take you out to a nice dinner and he would never do this in any other situation besides when they're leaving or when they just are coming in (laughs) to manipulate yeah to straight manipulate straight manipulate which is sad but also dang like he was he was like working so many levels that even the band members were like they couldn't be bothered with it either because they were just like, I'm trying to make the best art I can right now. Like they were, they were also focused on the same goals. It's crazy because it did come out. And speaking of really great art, I think we should jump into the last track, which I think is one of my favorite underrated fall songs called Leave the Capital. Back room. 
And you let me know how you like this one, because I've been listening to this one a bunch lately. It is unavailable on Spotify. What? Mr. Spotify? I don't know. I got the whole album plus some bonus tracks on the backside, but Leave the the Capital is grayed out. I just assume that this is a song that Mark wrote about the January 6th uh, insurrection. Is that right? Yeah, he knew he was uh, like Nostradamus. He predicted it. So, what are you feeling about? What are you feeling about? Leave the Capitol. I always what? like when when Mark takes me back in time, and we're I I'm gonna assume I'm a Roman soldier right now, so that's where I'm going. Oh. Hotel made smile in unison. It's always fun. This one has really good. Uh... Um, double tracking vocals by Mark. I'm glad he took the time to double track those vocals because he even whispers some parts and then adds a double track where he's talking regular. It's nice dynamic. And this guitar, come on. Can I get this Craig Scanlon, Mark Riley guitar? I don't know who's playing this one, but this one is riffing. I'm guessing Riley. Yeah. He's on here, second right, Mark Riley. Kate Carroll even gets on the kazoo for this album. Mark handed off the kazoo. It's mixed way back though. Like this is a good mixed kazoo. Yeah, a little pop. Honestly, I could do without the kazoo, but. This is, the kazoo is not adding anything for me, but I, I understand. You want to have one weird instrument per track. I like to have one, you know, that's like the wild card. Throw it in. Oh, it even sounds like a harmonica, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Hmm. This is not credited, though, as anyone playing the harmonica. Huh. Maybe Grant Chobis did it. Let's just say Grant Chobis did it. We'll start the fall rumor. Grant Chobis plays harmonica. Great ending track. Like I said at the beginning, I like the way this starts off, this EP starts off and the way that it ends and then the interspersing of far out songs with kind of straightforward, chill, lovely songs in the middle. It makes it one of a perfect EP. So with that, what do you got on this EP in general? It was, it was... I mean, altogether, it was very enjoyable. Yeah, I, I like the variations of sound, uh, different music. Uh, different music throughout. <laughs> different notes. Some, add some instruments. Change the lyrics <laughs> up. It's all good. It changes the songs. <laughs> I thought you were making the list of all the changes to you want to hear. Like, it change up all the songs, change up all the words make the instruments different and we got a good album and we got a good we'll make it better uh, we'll make it even better or different at least different if not way better <laughs> so if you had to give a rating to um th- this version or your version that you're picturing of changing it up <laughs> making uh you know maybe even getting all different band members and getting replacing mark yeah, I, wa- I, I want them to pre- rewrite this every five years with who's ever in the band and see how it played out. I, I would love to hear that. I would love to hear kind of this is like the litmus test where they come back and they say, now let's see what we can do with this group. Um, and also you sing it. <laughs> you sing it this time um, without any lyric sheet. Yeah, I mean. I gotta. I don't want to repeat myself, but the fall seemed like an EP band, so I'd like to have this one, and I'd like to rate this one. There's only half of a song where I'm like, this, you know, I could do with something else. So I'm going to give this five out of six pints. Five out six. of six. Yeah, out of six pints, giving it five. All right. I mean, I'll have a 
I'll go with a pint of song. So I'll give it six, six out of 10. Six out of 10. Okay. It was um, good. If we, if we want to, you know, go ahead and continue the trend, uh, the back of the album for slate slags, etc. It says full bias content guaranteed plagiarism infests the land. Oh. Acad- academic thinnies ream off names of books and band. Oh, we get a little uh, little poem on the back. And for leave the capital, any capital, polite, no manners, plus barman of the year. Barman of the year. Barman of the year. Colmaine's quick equals quick exits. Equals quick exits. Huh. I like that, too. Barman of the year. Colmaine's. I almost need to see this in person. I need to see this, you know, in physical form, this. uh this album because i feel like i'm missing out a lot just looking at the digitized art leaning deeper and deeper into your computer so you can read the small letters it's intentionally obscured which is good it's a, a lot of things are intentionally obscured about the fall which is, makes it all the more fun to go back and listen to so i think we will do that but we have to move forward. So, thanks again to listening to We Are the Fall. We are the best.